Welcome to Courtside Moms. I'm your host, Wendy Sparks. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Sansa Ray Jones, mother of Brianna Jones of the Connecticut Suns, and Stephanie Jones, who just signed with the Washington Mystics. Sansa Ray, welcome to the show. Thank you. Did I say your name correctly? You did. You did. <laughs> you did. Perfect. Amen. Amen. I love that. So, before we get into your journey with Brianna, let's first hear about you as a sports mom. I know you coached your daughters at one point. So tell us about that. Um, oh, I enjoyed coaching them. That was like the highlight of my life. I <laughs> spent my days, you know, coaching them for as long as I could until I felt like they had outgrown me. And once I felt they had outgrown me or outgrown the group of girls that could help advance them, I wanted them to move on. So I, I kept a few of the girls with them as we would travel. They would come with me. And those girls that I had also did very well. Um, not as great as my daughters, but they did get into college and, and play. So it was a wonderful experience. I would do it all over again. It was great coaching, Brianna. And I did have Stephanie also. Stephanie was there with the Connecticut Suns um, last year. This year, she just moved to um, the um, Mystics as of last night. So that is fantastic. You know what? You're a mom of two WNBA players. I mean, be proud, mom. I am be very proud. proud. Very proud. Yes, yeah. as you should be. Um, so I'm going to her game tonight at seven o'clock. So as soon as I'm done here, yes. I'm going to drive down to DC to, to, you know, watch her play tonight or be with them. I'm not sure if they will play her since she just got there yesterday. Yes. Yes. Well, I was just saying uh, earlier before I jumped on, the season starts tonight. So right. Right. And then your daughters I'll, are playing this weekend. Right. And I'll go up to New York and watch yeah. Brianna play tomorrow. Wow. The life of a courtside mom. Right. Eh? Yeah. Um, I mean, Coaching them, they were like the easiest people to coach. They were very, very coachable. Um, Bree was always um, there. You know, she was my my big that took care of the paint for me and, you know, took care of the lane and nobody came in. And, you know, she was just awesome to coach. Awesome. You know, I knew I could get my points from her. She's been who she is from day one, even when she was a little girl. She could, you know, get you 20 points quite easily. You just give her the ball. And she always had great mitts, as they always call her hands. Um, mm -hmm. uh, she could catch anything. So, and she still does. If, if you can get it near her, she will catch it. So okay. um, but that was never an issue with, with her, you know, playing right. and the skills and, you know, teaching her. She was very, very teachable, as I said, and uh, just placing her there and practicing with her, whatever you taught her you know, she would could come back and show you. So take us back to when you noticed the first time that your daughters loved basketball. Oh, in my house, it's been, I have two boys also. I have an older mm -hmm. son and um, they always had little basketball goals. So, you know, in the house as babies and they were always around dunking on the, the baby goals. 
because they were always much bigger than everybody else. And as far as, you know, the um, equipment and stuff that was around, they were, you know, able to just, you know, really play. And they enjoyed it. I mean, probably five or six. Um, I think Stephanie, Stephanie started playing at four. She could always kind of dribble and, you know, move herself around with handling the ball. And um, Bree was like, oh, I'm just going in the paint. And, and, and I'll be there in the paint. But, you know, a lot of times we would push her out and say, no, you can't just be in the paint. You're going to have to handle the ball so, so that you understand the different positions. If you understand how it is when, when the guard is coming down the floor and bringing the ball and how difficult that position is, then you'll be fine when you're in the post and you're helping her to move yourself around to adjust your body to right. receive the ball. So uh, those things were done with, with her. And Stephanie... Um, kind of migrated into the post after we moved uh, down in uh, Fairfax Stars, when they played with the Fairfax Stars. Um, but she had always been our point guard to Brie when they were little. Uh, she was the one that brought the ball down, you know, and got the ball to Brie and shot. And she didn't like to share as much as Brie. Brie would, you know, <laughs> kick it back out. Stephanie, I was like, okay, Stephanie, you have to make one pass and one shot, one pass and one shot. And then now she's kind of gotten away from that. And I'm like, oh, you know, I need to take a little bit more, a few more shots. Mommy, sorry for <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, they have always loved the game even, you know, as little girls, I mean, they spent their days outside playing uh, with their brothers, uh, with the neighbors coming in. Stephanie was the one that came in more often, um, throwing her book bag up against the garage and going to the backyard and shooting all the time. Bree was more my, I need a book. <laughs> I'm doing my wow. homework first. And, and, they were, and they were both very, very smart and, you know, did well in school. Um, but Bree was like, eh, I'll go out later. So I read somewhere, I don't remember where, that you have a, a basketball family, a competitive family where you used to do three on three. So talk about that competitive nature where you would play sometimes girls against boys or oh. you guys just get together and have that family basketball game. It, it That was like the best times ever until it got to the point where I was like, I don't think I fit in this anymore. I, my, feet, my feet don't move as well anymore. And I, you know, or, uh, but it was great that the three on three, we would, you know, just get out in the yard and play in the backyard. We didn't have like concrete or anything in the back. It was just a regular, you know, grass yard and hoops and, you know, we just play and nobody wanted to lose. Nobody wanted to lose. So it was, it was on. If we played girls on girls, you know, the girls would be fighting till the end. The boys would be fighting till the end. And, you know, and even when they would play two on two and they would go out in the yard, I would just kind of close the blinds because I knew the tears were coming. Yeah. Somebody lost, somebody, you know, through an elbow or somebody got hit. Somebody just wasn't happy unless they won. And then yep. that would come in. Um, my oldest son was probably the one that won. He would win quite a few at that point. And then it got to a point, you know, oh, wait a minute. You know, yeah. girls were like, we're, we're going to fight for this. You know, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love that competitive nature, though, because that just made them who they are now, they, right? It, you know what I mean? Fearless on the court, and that's what counts. And they are, and 
they are. I, you know, like I said, I can remember going in the yard with Bree and I think probably her by eighth grade, no, it wasn't even eighth, you know, well, seventh or eighth grade, she hit me and I thought my spine had been kind of <laughs> shaking a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be the pastor from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, man, I can't even ground you. <laughs> no, no, and it was, it was no moving her. She yep. could go and get her position and, you know. She's naturally doing what she should do. <laughs> she, she, and, and who you see is who she, what I say is she's always, always been, you know, but you watch videos and everything. I can even remember one little voice when she was like probably eight, seven or eight. In those early years, uh, she was playing and we looked up and the little boy went run into the stands to his, you know, his family. And we were like, oh, Bree, come on. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, she hadn't done she hadn't done anything yeah. wrong. She was just playing the game. Right, right. Right. So where did Bree go to high school? And tell us about the impact that she had on the program. Oh, uh, Bree went to Aberdeen High School, and so did Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in the Math and Science Academy there, which is a very high-level uh program. Um, and originally Bree wanted to be a doctor and that's what, even when she went to college, she was like, well, I'm just going to go to college. I'll play basketball, but you know, and when I'm done, I'll go to medical school. Um, you know, and because she had gone through that program. Right. And, um, but the impact that she had on Aberdeen has been, you know, phenomenal. It, you know, they still, I, I see things now that still pop up, you know, about her being number the number one player to come out of Aberdeen High School. Um, I think she they won the first two state championships that yes. you know have ever been there at uh, Aberdeen. So you know they did change the culture for a while there. Yeah. It's a little you know not quite there right now, but you know for the past seven or eight years since they've been gone, um, it's been one of the top programs in the area. So what were the games like throughout the years when she attended the school and how did they differ from when Stephanie was there? Well, Brie, um, the, the team that Brie had, had been her AAU team that she traveled with when she was younger. It was a group of girls that she started out with when she was nine, nine to 10 years old. And they had always played together. And that group of girls stayed together as an AAU program. And they were great girls. I mean, great to play with, uh, just a great group to, to be around, you know, fun. Um, yeah. Just an enjoyable situation for her. And and just the right girls because, you know, and then her addition in to, with her size was perfect for them to, you know, be able to dominate in the area. Everybody wanted to play us. Everybody would call and, you know, they were asking, you know, to play them because, you know, they were considered the best player. We want to measure up and see where we are. That's amazing. So So all of that greatness got her recognized by some colleges. So let's talk about your college recruitment process as a family. Um, she received scholarship letters from South Carolina, um, Delaware, Virginia. They're all in my head. Yeah. Georgetown and Maryland. Yeah, there were there were schools that sent letters and letters. I mean, my mailbox was, I'm sure as you know, as a mother, yep. how it can be with, you know, you go to your mailbox, like there's so many pieces of mail in and you're like, oh, I can't step through this. And everybody's yeah. sending something almost like every other day you're getting, you know, pieces yep. of mail. Um 
she kind of narrowed it down because she really wanted to stay close to home. Oh. And um, she looked at Virginia and um, who else was South Carolina. We talked with, with South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but like I said, she really wanted to stay close to the home. And uh, it was just the perfect fit. When we talked to um, Coach Freeze, she talked to us about Bree as far as, you know, the way Bree was built. And some of us were concerned with Bree's size, you know, mm-hmm. and um, but what she said to us, we like her as she is. We, she will change as she's with us, as she grows as a player. Right. Right. And I mean, those were like the words we needed to hear because we didn't want somebody to say, well, you know, because of her size, we're going to end up sitting you on the bench or, you know, no, we needed someone to say, you know, you are who you are. You have good feet. That's it. We, we can see your skills. You have good skills. You can catch the ball. You are a scorer. You, you know, these are the things that we see in you. We followed you enough to know who you are, you know, and rather than, Beautiful. you know, someone saying, you know, we don't, we don't know how she'll pan out here or, you know, what, what will go on, yeah. you know. So oh, it, it's important to find a program that mm-hmm. can fit with our kids and then a program that our kids can fit with. Right. right. So it's right. a two way street. And as she always said with the University of Maryland, it was the perfect place for her. And Stephanie mm-hmm. did too. Stephanie said yeah. this was the perfect place for me. Um, but through that recruitment, I mean, they took visits to a few schools and everything, but just knowing that, that, you know, you've got somebody that, showed you that they cared enough about you and and they were right in, in what they found out in that program that right. there was someone there that cared enough about them to make sure that not only was basketball taken care of you know but them as people mm-hmm. you know that this is not just the only thing you're going to do in life you know there's other right. things that you're going to do yes this is important very very important it keeps me my job it keeps me you know where i need to be right you know we're going to still do fun things um just even just the fact that them being at maryland um has helped them with being overseas i think because they traveled you know they had those overseas um trips that they received you know with the program so those were perfect for them. And when they went overseas, they weren't so afraid of being overseas because they'd had that experience. Good. Actually, yeah, we're going to get to the overseas uh, shortly. Um, It's an experience that I love to talk about Mm -hmm. because it's so different for every player. Um, But when looking at Brie, I'll start with Brie, that her college career, she is now known as one of the school's most dominant post players of all time. She led in field gold percentages. She led her team to back-to-back final fours and to three Big Ten regular season titles and was named multiple national player of the year in 2017, which is the year that she graduated and went to the draft. She achieved so much. So take us back to that ceremony now where you watched your baby's jersey oh my. become retired and honored for all that she's re- all that she's achieved. Well, for me, that was like uh, the most exciting time yeah. because all the work I know that she put into this 
as far as, you know, the practices, the traveling up and down the road, the days spent, you know, because we would travel from uh, here to Fairfax, Virginia, which is like almost 100 miles from my house. And they would sit in the back, you know, of the car and do homework. And all those things are going through my head. And I'm going, wow, this all paid off, you know. Yeah all the trips, all the, you know, hard work, the tears, the, you know, bear crawls and everything else that I watched mm-hmm. her do on the floor, all the layups, all the shooting, all, you know, everything has paid off for her. And she's gotten more than her dream, more than she could possibly have dreamed for, you know, yeah. at this point. I, you know, like I said, she, her dream was to be a doctor. <laughs> she, 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 you know, she, graduated from uh, college in three years. And, you know, she spent her fourth year working on her pre-med stuff. So, you know, that that was still just ingrained in her head that, and even as a little girl, that was all she talked about was those things. So, you know, for this to happen, it was like phenomenal. I'm like, oh my, she's going to have her jersey put in this, put in the, you know, rafters, unbelievable unbelievable you know it was like you know as a little girl you know you go into that gym and we've been going for years and you see all the jerseys you know that are there but you don't realize what goes into getting those jerseys the hard work the intensity the you know uh, the blood the (laughs) tears I mean because they, when they went into Maryland, when she went into Maryland also, she had torn her ACL her senior year. So she wasn't ready to play when she immediately went in. And so she didn't start or anything. She came off the bench and, you know, it was just a slow work in for her. But, you know, I I was just in disbelief. I'm, you know, I still kind of hard when I go in the gym and I look up and I'm like, oh, there's, there's Bree, you know? Isn't that the best feeling but, ever? But this this is who she is. I mean, yeah. she was always that person that came home with the trophies. I mean, even through high school. So if I think about it, <laughs> that's yeah. who she is. That, you know what? She earned that. She earns that. She, you know what? Yeah. People need to understand that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not easy no. to get not your jersey on the Raptors. If that's the case, then they would be packed. You know what I mean? <laughs> they would all they will be full of different names and you know what I mean? They would have to like not bother retiring numbers because right. there'll be no numbers left. And by now we'd be like player number 102, 105. And you know, so no, it's, yeah. it's such an amazing. Yeah. And I always thought it symbolic, you know, that she had the number 42. So, yes. and I, and I always thought, you know, you're changing the way um, basketball is being played because you are you are a true post player. You are a true back to the basket, you know, skillful player mm. to the basket. Whereas, you know, the hybrid player, she wasn't that hybrid player. And that was, you know, kind of some people's drawback. They thought that maybe, oh, she, you know, she would limit our play or she, you know, can't do this to just, you know, she's not a... Right six, seven, six, eight player that's in the post, but the, you know, a six, three player. Yeah. And she's been able to dominate with her, you know, back to the basket and do all the things that she's done and be that tough player, 
you know, that everybody has to guard, you know, the, yeah. the make coaches stop and think, you know, are we going to send two or are we going to send three? Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing better than that, eh? When you're watching a game, yeah, watching as a you, game as play. You, as you know, with the post players, you know, we're going to need some help today. Hey, come. Yeah. Hey, here she comes. You know, I could hear people on the floor sometimes yelling, who's got her? I got her. I got her. But I need some help. Come here. Come help me. Come help me. You know, and the, the thing about Bree, you know, she was always that player that would, you know, kick the ball back out because she could read the, you know, the double teams, yeah. the triple teams coming and, yeah. you know, nothing's changed. She's in the pros now and they still are double teaming or asking, yeah. well, can, can we get some help? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love that. Yeah. So what was it like for you to witness, um, actually both of your daughters preparing for the WNBA draft? So I know one, I know Brianna was drafted and Stephanie went undrafted. Right. Um, so just tell us the difference and what does preparing for the draft entail for the WNBA? Coach Freeze did that. Coach Freeze did. <laughs> um, I think your work is pretty much done by the time you get there. I mean, yeah. it's your um, portfolio or yeah, everything that you've done over the years that will get you there, hopefully. Um, and like you've said, you know, Brie had that portfolio. She has that jersey in the in the rafters for a reason. She has those uh, consistent um, points as far as um, her percentages, you know, she ended up yeah. with 69% uh, percentages as for scoring um, wow. for two years, two years in a row, or I think it was two mm -hmm. years in a row. Yeah. Not that. But, you know, she has those, those things that made it easy for her to be drafted. Now she went number eight, but mommy thinks differently. But anyway, that's just, that's just mommy. That is just mommy. <laughs> But like I said, uh, sometimes you, it makes you fight harder. It makes you, yeah. you know, let people know that, hey, when you see me, you remember, you, you know, you, I didn't get your vote, but I don't, I don't need it right yeah. now. You know, yeah. I want it and I wanted it then, but yeah. I'll fight for it. I'm not backing down and I'm not, you know, I'm not giving up. And, you know, that perseverance piece with the girls has been their probably saving grace because they been you know just willing to just keep fighting no matter what goes on you know you know I, I just need to work a little harder I just need to work right. a little harder. you know I don't like losing and if it means you know you giving me the ball at this moment and I can make it happen I will make it happen and you know okay. that, you know what that, absolutely I mean my son went undrafted in 2014 mm -hmm. and now this is um he's been playing professional basketball. He went overseas first, went to Turkey, then Greece. And now he's in his fifth year in the NBA. So like you said, that perseverance of that, keep pushing. It yeah. doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen on draft night. Right. And, and, and Stephanie's that example of that. that she so is. amen to her. Good for her. Like, congratulations. Yeah. Steph Stephanie it was my fighter. Bree was more, we'll take a book out and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie was my fighter and you know she even even with coach freeze her senior year she kind of uh, got pushed to the bench a little bit and you know I was like you know 
this is a life lesson for you. That was the, my biggest conversation with her. Mm-hmm. You know, that's unacceptable. That is unacceptable that you sit there. You, if you want to sit there, then you sit there and you moan and you groan about it. Or you sit there and you learn to fight. You get up, you, you go in every day and, nice. you, and, and you do what you're supposed to be doing to, to get yourself better. And if it's, you know, going to get extra shots in or, you know, talking to the coaches and what do I need to do? What do I need to work? And she did. I mean, and she fought her way back into, you know, doing what she was supposed to do. Um, she didn't get drafted. And, you know, she was a little sad when, you know, you see your friends getting drafted and you don't get, as you know, with your son probably also. And, um, and you're, she had it even harder because, you know, my sister was drafted. So, you know, my hopes and dreams, I've always followed my sister because, you know, that's what I do. And I've got to keep up with her as much as I possibly can. And yeah, uh, but she went overseas and we all stood at the airport and cried. Oh, we're going to send you overseas. Brie was like, when they went overseas, I'm going. <laughs> but Stephanie yeah. was a little bit more teary. But she's like, this is what I want. This is my dream. This, from when she was a little girl, you know, she's like, mommy, I'm going to be in the WNBA. My mom is going to be in the WNBA. And for her to finally make it was yeah. like, oh, just thrilling for her. You know, Jeez. to get that call to say, I am going to be here, I mean, the happiest person in the whole world, you know, I, and I thank the Connecticut Suns for giving her that year, you know, with them there, you know, so, yeah. you know, it, it showed that she is capable of being there and she's learned to work hard and even overseas, like I said, she's done well. Yeah, you know, to get that call, to be told mm-hmm. you are going to be one of the 144 in the world. Uh, and that's what I tell people. I said, you know, when I think about it, there's only 144 girls. They're, not, they're only keeping 133 this yeah. year. And I'm disappointed in the fact that, you know, what that the women have a what 10% of the amount that the that the men have. You know, yeah. a million and what three hundred thousand dollars that they have to split between 11 girls. I yeah. mean, that's what that's what some players get for one year. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, six months. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And, and that's that's just a fight that will, will continue for years to come, right? Yes, for, yes. For I, I hope it changes. Sports. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that's, we, we fight that as women always. I mean, it's it's still, you yeah. know, that inequity that, you know, yeah. is there. And I don't understand. We as women dominate the world because <laughs> there's more of us, but we can't seem to quite support us, you know, that money piece. So... Maybe think Yes, yes. Let's let's throw that out in the universe and see what sticks and see what happens, right? And let's see if we can get more sponsorship of the WNBA, Mm -hmm. more viewership of the WNBA. You know what I mean? All these wonderful things that come with the money that can pay these women the money that they deserve because they work just as hard as anybody right. else. So that they don't have to spend their whole year, That's you right. know, no vacations or, you yeah. know, a, a week here or, yeah. you know, hopefully that. the Olympics show up and we can get a week off here or two weeks to go somewhere yeah. because they pretty much come home and go from one place to the next. They, uh, they came home for a couple of days and then they were gone. Yeah, it was just like after they graduate, they go right from graduating mm-hmm. and 
they're professional basketball players if they're drafted like what a week later two weeks tops later most uh, of the time right. so it's just non-stop for yeah I tip my hat because you know when I go on my my brisk walk I complain and I'm thinking and you do this once every couple of days these women <laughs> they're playing hard they're practicing they're traveling they're on you know they're on the road right. they're in different countries they're doing all these things so I always say you know what I mean I used to play basketball too right? right but at one point for me I was like okay this is great I'm happy I made it to this level I'm good I didn't want to go overseas cool. and I didn't want to do it just wasn't my interest as much right. as I love basketball and then here I have my babies and I'm like oh this is cool you like basketball let's see what happens and now we are where yeah. we are and and for for my girls, that was their choice. And even my oldest son, my oldest son went overseas also. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was their choice. That This was the life they wanted to live. They wanted that basketball life. You know, they was like, yeah. this is what I've done. This is what I know. This is what I enjoy. You know, yes. I eat, you know, live, breathe this. So, yeah. Yeah. And it, like I said, it wasn't our, our, I don't think we forced it on them. I mean, because they had their choices of what they wanted to do in life. Right. I, you know, I always left it. If you don't want to play, you know, there's the band, there's, you know, other things that you can do, you know, but this is your life. Yeah. But they chose what naturally came to right. them, right? right. Which, which is basketball. Right. So good and, for they, them. and they made they a career out of it. Ball. But they made a career out of it all, also. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, right. they love basketball. I mean, I love basketball, but you know what I mean? Like I said, it ends at one point. Like you were saying, you were coaching, and then you're like, okay, at one point, this is this is these are my limits. Like I knew my limits. I'm like, okay, we're good. Right. You know what I mean? Right. For them, it's like, okay, hold on a second. My limit's a little bit higher than most. Let me see. And like I said, now you have two girls that are part girls. of, you know what I mean? Part of the, the WNBA. So congratulations. And we were talking before about overseas. So let's talk about that experience. We both know a lot of women play overseas during the WNBA's off season. So let's start with Brianna first. How did she select which country she wanted to play for? And what factors did she consider, in your opinion, of course, prior to making her final decision? Uh, It still comes down to the money piece. You know, who's gonna pay the most? We'll just start with that. and. So she did end up in Russia yeah. uh, with that. And then, you know, we didn't know anything about, you know, where, you know, about, you know, girls traveling overseas or, you know, what they would be doing as far as, you know, the countries and, you know, how the basketball programs or which ones were the best. And um, she actually picks Russia because that was Euro EuroLeague and they both yeah. really wanted to play in the EuroLeague, but you know, that was the reason Brie went to Russia because that was the team that picked her that was playing in the EuroLeague. So, right. you know, she wanted that competition. She wanted that high level uh, competition so that she could get better. Yes. Yeah, playing, playing against the best of the best. Absolutely. And I love that because there are different factors that people consider when choosing teams. Mm-hmm. And this morning I was sitting there, I was like, wow, there's just so much more. Like you said, there's the money piece, of course. Mm-hmm. No one's trying to leave their family, leave their country right. across the world for, for, for nothing. But you, you consider your, your salary, 
but then you also have to consider the language barrier and the culture right. and all these different things, well, right? The language barrier wasn't really a factor because she said, you know, all the girls spoke English. Oh, even better. <laughs> even and, better. And, her, and her coach spoke English also. So there was oh. no issues with that. And um, while she was in Russia, um, they aren't allowed to drive themselves around. So she always had to drive her if she wanted to go to the store or anything or, you know, get picked up to be taken to the gym or whatever. Somebody came by and picked her up. I was like, great, that's the life. I need that. I tell you. Um, so <laughs> so she, she did enjoy uh, playing there. She enjoyed playing with the girls and with the team that she played with in Russia. Um, but yeah, the main factor was, you know, like of I course. said. Yeah. It is what it is, and, and that's what it is for most. That's why they go in the first yes, place. It is. So it is. they're not leaving for nothing. They're leaving for salary. So of course it makes sense that that is the number and, one. And you know, it, it, it has paid off for her Amen. with playing in the Euro League. You know, right. she's gotten a lot better as, you know, the competition, because now I've got to either lead my team as she did in Russia, pretty much, you know, or we're not going to win. Yeah. So, you know, okay. I love that. So, did you did you get a chance to go to Russia and then she after that she went to? Well, you have to you have to be invited into Russia. Yeah. And I had other things that were kind of going on in my life that I couldn't make that trip. You you. know, I couldn't go to Turkey and Greece either. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Yeah. And I offered to go to. I went to go this year to. Prague, where she's yeah. in public, and Poland, but then the war start, started, and I, they were they were like, no, don't come because you know I didn't know if they would get shipped home, and then I'd be stuck yeah. there, and you know I said, okay, I'm not, you know, I, I didn't go. Yeah, well, there's so many different factors, right? I mean, there was COVID as well, and mm-hmm. well, other the, reasons. That's well, right. It, it, this was toward the end of COVID here, but right. you know, once right. the Ukraine war start started, then. Do you ever get a chance to watch these games on? Oh, on that the- is every day. I, I'm at work usually with the, my little phone, like, yeah, hey, keep it moving. <laughs> that's me. That's me literally walking around with my phone, watching my son yeah. playing Greece or uh, Turkey and trying to find the channel, scrolling through. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know what it says. So, <laughs> or getting up early in the morning, you know, eight o'clock yep. in the morning, or, you know, so they can, you know, I can get yep. to So, so, yeah. So, I, I watched probably every game that's probably loaded. And if I can't get it that day, I'll wait, you know, a few days when it comes in. Right. And right. Them up. So yeah, that, you, you do have the opportunity. I'm like, okay, I get to see her, you know, every other day or so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Brianna had quite the season last year. Mm. She was selected as a 2021 WNBA All-Star she received Woo-hoo. the 2021 WNBA Most Improved Player Award and was also named the WNBA All-Defensive Second Team. The Suns made it to the Eastern Finals last year. So bring us through that season and then to that last game. Oh, the best season of my life. I don't know about hers, but it was my... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I started out... <laughs> And that's what I, I always tell them. Thank you. I know it's on your sweat, and you know that I get to enjoy going different places. You know, I, 
to Chicago and then uh, to Vegas and, you know, to all these places. So, oh, just the best time ever. I enjoy still just going and um, sitting in the stands and cheering for them and, you know, watch the camaraderie with all the girls and all the girls seeing me in the stands. Hey, Miss Jones, you here again. Oh, Miss Jones, you made this one too. And they got to a point last summer that they were like, all right, you're everywhere this year, this summer. I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm making it, you know, to all the games, which, you know, doesn't always happen with me with having other children that, you know, were in different yeah. places or doing different things and having to, you know, do things yeah. for them also. The last year you had both girls on the team. I did. Oh, that was the perfect yes. life. That was perfect. <laughs> you know, like, this doesn't happen yeah. often. And I thank Connecticut Sun and yeah. Coach Miller, um, you know, the program for, you know, having both of them on the team, you know, being one of those 144, I don't ever forget, you know, and I told, I tell the girls, you were 144. I say, do you know how many millions of girls play, yeah. you know, start out their life wanting to get to where you are? I said, mm -hmm. you know, you have to be that person that shows that, you know, this is, you know, the best life ever. This is what I enjoy doing. This is, I've gotten here. This, I met my goals in life. Yeah. yeah. Those early goals anyway. Amen. And I'm sure they have more goals, right? As do, right. You know, as do we as parents, right? We have our goals, our kids have their goals. Right. You know what I mean? There's nothing better than sitting there and just living your goals as you set them. Because sometimes we just plan things and they don't come to fruition. But when you're able to actually set something and then actually complete it, that just makes life even sweeter. Right. And, you know, I, I, you know, everybody's probably, you know, Stephanie's on the same team with Bree, but Stephanie earned where she, you know, she was. She she played extremely well overseas. Her, if you check her stats and everything, she she earned that, mm -hmm. and she is that consistent player, just as consistent as Bree. Probably a little notch between them, but you know, yeah. very very consistent as far as when you check their stats, they're they're going to be doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you generally. Like I say, if I don't see them rebounding and, you know, getting, you know, the steals and the assists and stuff, I'm like, oh, a little few spaces here, right? You know, <laughs> no, there shouldn't be any spaces here. And generally, mm -hmm. they don't have any spaces because that's just who they are. And, I, you know, don't really have to say anything to them because they they know, you know, who they are and what they should right. be doing. You know, and I, like I said, you're pros now. <laughs> I'm just the mommy that sits on the side. So. Wow. And watch your work. That's exactly what you do, Mommy. You sit back and you watch your work. I can. I, I can relax and look. There you go. So basketball, as you know, is a mental sport. How important is it for athletes to train their brains, in your opinion, to not get caught up and just to focus? Like, in my opinion, in addition to basketball skills, that is one of the most important skills that these players need to have. Uh, uh, and that is the one thing that I've gotten from their agent, I've gotten from their coaches that, you know, they were even even overseas. And what they told me is that they are good, good people and good teammates. Yes. And that's what I've gotten from, you know, day one from the time they started till now. I mean, 
like I said, I enjoyed being with my girls, even when we were traveling when they were younger. Mm. And, you know, as a parent, you know, you look around and you see everything going on around you with other people pushing their kids. And, and I was like, we're here just to play. You know, we're here to have a good time to enjoy this. You know, it's still work, but this should still be fun for you. It should be fun for me. And I'm not going to spend my time fussing and arguing with you. Um, I can never, ever remember them being in conflict with anyone as far as yeah. you know teammates they they are they've just been good people as far as you know playing and that that mental toughness they you know yeah. instead of being angry and fighting and you know they just play harder Absolutely. you know that when it when it comes down to it hey strap your boots up and you know you just get tougher and yeah. I think that is that mental piece of you know, I know I need to be tough and I, and I will be tough. Whatever happens, I will be tough. I mean, I looked at Stephanie last year when she, she went into a game and she dislocated her finger and the play didn't stop and, or she didn't, she went to the, ran over to the trainer, the trainer put it back and she went right back on the floor. And I was like, you didn't get it wrapped. And I'm standing at home like, you need to get that wrapped. Yeah. And she's still out there playing because she knew how crucial those minutes were for her. She's like, you know, well, mommy, I, I, I knew that there was six minutes left on the clock and I wanted my six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so to me, I was like, all right, you are tough. You are a tough little bird. Because mm -hmm. I would have been standing there like, look, you're going to wrap this up before I go back. But yeah, coach, I want to go back. Coach, I want, I want to go back in, but she's got to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm like, y'all need to call it TV timeout. Hold on. <laughs> so, but, you know, and, but with Bree, I still have this one picture of her and I see she's, she's driving to the basket. She's going, she's reaching up and you can see there's like six arms and hands just literally hanging on her body. And I was, I think I was in the stands yelling, that's a foul. That is definitely a foul. And there was no foul call for that. But the picture, you know, showed up in the newspaper. Yeah. So, so it was like, no, really? Yeah. Three and, pairs of hands on my kid and nobody fouled? <laughs> yeah. And, and But for her, what she learned, because that was a lot of people's way of, our players' way of stopping her was to hang on her or tug on her or hit her, was that I just have to be tougher. I have to be tougher than everybody else because, you know, there are a lot of times until the officials get to know her and they found out that, oh, she's just playing basketball. She's just going to be, she's not, you know, you know, just bullying her way through people or anything. Yeah. She is a true basketball player. And once they realize that, they're like, wow, you know, some of that they, you know, would call the fouls eventually. Yeah. Oh, me and calling fouls. Yeah. This year, my son, he got his nose broken. He lost a tooth. He, I swear, I don't know how this child didn't get a concussion. It's just, I don't know how many times he got hit in the face. Um, just recently in the playoffs, he was hit in the face and he was on the ground for a minute. It's just like, not one of them in any of these incidents was no, nothing. So it just floors me how these things are missed. But anyway, that's a whole other talk show. Yeah. <laughs> so. and, and as part of being that, you know, 
that that power center or you know yep. that forward you know yep. sometimes you got to take the licking and keep on yeah yeah <laughs> keep on going so so you've been like so coaching your daughters from when they were young and now they're in the uh, they're playing professional basketball so how has basketball created a bond between you and your daughters throughout the years ah. We spent a lot of time together. So I think we love each other a whole lot because we were locked up in a car quite often. I, I can remember we drove from, we drove from where, where uh, from here to Tennessee because the boys were playing in Tennessee and then the girls were in the car. We, and the girls and I went from Tennessee driving to uh, Minnesota and back down to Texas. And mm-hmm. that summer we spent like, I think I clocked about 6,000 miles, then back across to Florida um, for basketball. Right. Um, so, but we have a good bond. I mean, I, I love my girls and I think they love me um, mm-hmm. unconditionally. Is you know, it's just, I don't know. We're, we're mother and daughter. We are mother and daughters. You know, Love it. so yeah, there's nothing better than our bonds with our children. Right? Uh, They're yeah. so meaningful, yeah. especially when we have this common, this commonality, you know, there's something that we can both share, right? Not every parent is, are, are into sports, right? The what? Not every parent are into sports. Oh, so it's nice that our kids love this activity, the parent loves activity, and together we mesh, you know what I mean? And you right. can enjoy on the same level. So that's but I, I think still, it was still that understanding that you have other choices in life. Oh, for sure. This doesn't, this is not going to, you know, be end all for you. You know, this sure. is something you, you can do to enjoy. This is something to have mm-hmm. fun, you know. And as a parent, you know, I wasn't concerned about what other people thought about me or my children and how they were playing and what they were doing. You know, and like I told, my, told them, I said, you do your best. Yeah. Uh, in each game, you know, I'm not going to be here yelling and screaming at you at the end of the game. Why didn't you make that layup? Why didn't you do this? It was never any of that. It was always, yeah. okay, well, you missed it. So what do you need to do? And most of the time, I really didn't have to say that to them because I knew they knew already. Yeah. You know, they, you know, just were basketball players. I know. So, I love how sometimes people or, or fans or parents run after the players after and say, you know, you missed six layups and you did this and you did like, they know they were there. They know. <laughs> like, what do you want them to do after the fact? They already know I missed this. Right. They, they internalize it and like, listen, let me think about what I have to do to, to miss less right. in the future. And that's all it is. Right. So a player can stay around the game forever but certainly can't play forever. So when Brianna finally decides to retire, in your opinion, do you think now she'll go back to her degree in kinesiology? Uh, she has said that uh, she didn't know if she would, you know, go the doctor route, you know, but cause she wanted to keep playing basketball as long as she possibly could. Yes. So hopefully that will last for quite a while. Yeah. Um, but um, she has said, you know, possibly going back with physical therapy or something, you know, to get in that field. And so we'll see what yeah. goes. I, I, I don't know. They may have coaching in their blood. 
And if you listen to the conversations in the house with, you know, the four children, a lot of times, so I was like, uh, hmm. my oldest son was like, oh, I'm never coaching. I'm never coaching. And he's coaching now. And I look up and he's going in and out of the house. Uh, he's, he has an AAU travel team and he loves it. And I think they will all eventually kind of, you know, work their way. Nice. Coaching, you never know. Coaching, yeah. I mean, I it, it's what you've known in life sometimes too, and yeah. they may find that wow, I'm I'm gonna miss this if I'm not doing something right. here, and this is my replacement is to you know coach or you know work right. with children in you know a different way or you know college or right. even close as an exactly. who knows? So tell me to date, what is the hardest part of you being a WNBA mom? Not being able to make the game sometimes. That oh, makes yeah. me sad. I, I can almost cry. <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel you, me too. Oh, you know, because I, I've, I've always wanted to be there for my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah I feel uh, you so hard yeah that that is you know and you know sometimes if some parents are there and you're not there you know it's it's still it's kind of hard so yeah that that to me is probably the hardest piece and i do um try to make as many games as i possibly can yeah but i can't yeah. get to you can't always yeah. you yeah. know what i feel you i i remember when my son went to turkey and we would talk as often as we could. We yeah. would FaceTime and I would, you know, try to give that mom support. You're going to be okay. It's just make, you know, is, are you having fun? Are you enjoying yourself? And right. what is it like? And we would talk. And years later, when now, this is like, what, three, four years later, he's in Orlando playing with the magic. Right. And he did an interview and he said, no one came to see me in Turkey. Oh, and, oh. and that's where I am too, is, you know. My heart broke. And he wasn't saying it in a bad way because he had a cousin that went to go see him. But I was like, why would he say that? Oh my goodness. I, well, wait, we couldn't go. It's not that we didn't want to go. And I, I, it hurt my heart at first, right? And then we spoke about it after. And he was like, no, Ma, you're good. But just the fact that for me it was like, wow, family really was missed, yeah. right? Because yeah. when these kids are overseas and sometimes they're young and they live through... <laughs> They left him so much. I remember he would always say to me, I would say, oh, we did a family dinner today. I wish you were here. And he would say, oh, cool. Send me pictures. And I noticed that all the time I would send and send and send pictures. So they're living through those pictures because they're removed from the family. Right. For a great reason. Right. But it doesn't change the fact that they would miss these, you know what I mean, family dinners or get togethers or gatherings or weddings or whatever it is. Right. So, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just happy that they have that life, that they yes. can have the opportunities to, yes. to you know, I can't be their favorite thing. And I, mommy has to grow up too. Yeah. Yeah. I listen, I got you. And look, look at you now today. You're about to leave to go see Stephanie play. As you said, she just got signed with the Washington Mystics. Congratulations. Yeah. Yay. And then tomorrow you're going to go see Brie play in New York as we're playing the Liberty. So are you ready for this season? Are you ready to see your girls dominate and do what they do? Yeah. Well, Stephanie will be 
as as of right now, she's just on the short contract as far as just. Okay. But yeah, if, you know, I am ready. I'm always ready. I'm, you know, get cars gassed up. You know, mm -hmm. I, I am ready to go. You know, plane ticket. I've already started looking for plane tickets. You know, yep. with my trips to different places. A few. I'll make a few. Yeah. Oh yeah. I always make sure that I got the right tires on my car or money to get those flights <laughs> because. Yeah to watch our kids play as much as we can, because people understand as much as we can. That's very important. It's still their job. So, you know, can always it. be there at their job. <laughs> so before we get into the fun facts, my last question to you is, what is it like for you to be the courtside mom to Brianna and Stephanie Jones? Oh, I feel privileged that this has happened to me in my life um, and that I have I'm here to enjoy you know what they have you know mm -hmm. just being players in the WNBA and you know uh, it's exciting it's exciting to see all the people around that enjoy watching my children play yeah, yeah. you know and that and that I that is part of my life that like I, when I go to the games, it's, it's fun because people know you, they get to the point. And yep. a lot of times I'll put on the jerseys to make sure people do know me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But, uh, so that as I'm sitting around, you know, people will talk to me and, you know, I get to know people and I can go different places and, you know, because you make friends with different people mm -hmm. and, and I mean, it's just, it, it's exciting. It's exciting yeah. to be able to, you know, walk back after a game and talk to your child and talk to them about the, you know, what's going on in the game and um, everything and enjoy dinner with them afterwards. So yeah. it is to me the best life ever. I would, you know, continue to do it as long as I possibly can. <laughs> Man, I say the same thing and I have such a love and respect for the WNBA. I've learned so much about the league over the past like three or four years. And I watching games is for me, what basketball is everything. So I'm actually excited this year that I will be able to make it to Mohegan Sun yeah. to watch the Connecticut Suns play because the Mohegan Sun is actually just like maybe 15 minutes from where I live now. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I'll have to call you. <laughs> Oh, please do. Yeah. Yes, I will call you and well, say, son, I, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I go quite often. I, I, I would have gone this weekend, uh, but with them moving, going to Liberty and with Stephanie shifting yeah. to the Mystics, then, you know, I, I couldn't do it. But you yeah. You got to help other places, right? Sometimes we don't, sometimes we're not at the games because we have to do other things, yeah. right? <laughs> Thank you very much for having me on, uh, on your show. I, I have enjoyed it on the courtside mom. Absolutely. Now let's get to some fun facts. I, I didn't know some fun facts. Oh, okay. <laughs> Before we close, let's do some fun facts. Okay. Um, what are your daughter's go-to dish that you make that they must always have? If they were to come by tonight, what would you have to have on the table? Uh, gumbo. Gumbo uh, and probably lasagna. Uh, the 
Stephanie says they, they can't eat anybody else's gumbo but mine because no one makes it the way I make it. Um, my family is from Louisiana, so I've got that Creole touch to it. Awesome. You're going to have to sneak some in to the vegan son. <laughs> and then they say they can't buy lasagna anywhere either because that I spoiled them with that also. They said my lasagna is like the best. <laughs> so what is one childhood item they couldn't live without other than a basketball? Oh, oh, <laughs> one childhood item, books, books. Yes. They were little teachers in their, their, their room. They, I can remember them dragging their younger brother into the room saying, you will learn today. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yes, they always had books. Uh, they always had workbooks. They were... They were a little nerds is, you know, the best way to describe them. That's that, you know, they spent their time um, studying and yeah, books. I love that. Did they have, or do they have nicknames? And if so, um, Brie, Brie, Brie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Steph is just, well, Steph, Steph. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Now we're going to ask some advice questions. What advice would you give to another courtside mom about how to deal with a coaching decision that she does not agree with? I am not getting the paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, he's trying to keep his job. He's going to do what he needs to do or she's going to do what she needs to do to keep their job. So if they... Yep that is in the best interest of, you know, for them, then, you know, and like I said, it, to me, I can't, it doesn't change anything that, you know, me saying anything or thinking, cause you know, that yeah. coach is going to do what they're going to do. Um, and it eventually works out is what I say. And I, that's what I've always told the girls. It, it eventually works the way out um, with Brie. She set the bench the first three years and great i mean i would tell her you are the best cheerleader ever you know <laughs> i said if you're gonna be on the bench I mean, you've got to be the best at something over here okay so make sure you're the best cheer and not you know what i would call her. i said wow i saw you i saw you coming across there and i saw you jumping up and down I said, oh you're you're a great cheerleader I love that. you know so i mean that i guess that's kind of been my motto 10 years yeah whatever they're doing um if you know if you're if your job right now is to be the cheerleader then be the best cheerleader that you can possibly be for your team be the best teammate that you can you know be the best coaching help that you sure. one on the floor you know to help your team or teammates sure, sure. so so hmm. what advice would you give to a player on how to deal with a tough teammate have conversations. I mean, I, 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 you know, have the conversation with everybody has their side or their perception of what's going on. Talk with that person. If you can talk with that person, you know, everybody's fighting for their job and it still, it still comes down to a job and everybody wants to do their best at their job. So, you know, how can I 
help you to do the best at your job? How can you help me be the best at my job? And then, you know, what's the beef about? It's what's, you know, what are we looking for? Is it control or, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So I would just say have conversations. Absolutely. You know, I, I mean, that's the one thing I, I think with my children that we've had is, is just conversations is, you know, we, we talk about things. I don't ever remember fussing and fighting with my kids. There's never, Stephanie was probably my most strong-willed, but you know, it was still nothing major as far as, right. you know. Well, communication is key, right? When yeah. you're playing on a team and you, you and your teammate keep clashing, at one point, something's gotta give. You gotta fix it because you have a whole season. Yep, yeah. I, I don't remember the girls clashing with anyone over the years. Yeah. I, you know, that I know of. And hope they never, ever I, I have to deal with that because no. it's not pleasant, right? When you're, and, and when you're feeling. That was the one thing that they said about uh, the teams that they've been on, especially the Connecticut Sun, was that they enjoyed their team because of the camaraderie with the girls and how yeah. well they get along. And like, I, I enjoyed, like last year when I would travel around, you know, all the girls would be yelling at me, hey, Miss Jones, hey, Miss Jones. You know, they were glad to see me. They were talking, you know, they were happy. It was a happy group. Yeah. Uh, they, they all get along. They all do things together. You know, not always, but you know, there's, they they go places, you know, they they enjoy their time together. Right. Okay. They're good teammates. That's, that's what counts and that's what matters. And, and, so, and, and that was probably one thing that, you know, Bree was like, I'm glad I've, you know, been at the Connecticut Sun was because, you know, we all get along. It's such okay. a you know, nice place to be. Yeah. And the fan base. The of fan course. Base. Of course. Of course. Right. Second to none. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> they the jail. Yeah. And my last question to you before we close is, if you could only give one piece of advice to another courtside mom, what would that advice be? Enjoy being on the sidelines. <laughs> I mean, it, mm -hmm. just enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's fun. This exactly. is, you know, you've done your work. Yeah. Uh, my, my work is done. I don't need to, to do anything. I mean, it's enjoyable to me. It's like the best life ever to me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good for you. And, and that's exactly what it is, right? And what it should be for parents, right? You know, we did our work. We did our job. Well, like they, don't come my, they don't come to my job and tell me what to do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Did they come to your job and cheer on <laughs> and cheer for you as you're doing your work? So no, but I mean, it's not nice that. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is it's, it's great because as parents, you know what I mean? We can, we instill whatever we can in our kids. And then they just go forth into the planet. Yeah. And and do like I said, do. I've, done, I've done my job. My yep. job was done quite a few years ago. So I'm, yep. I'm just here with the camera, you know, taking pictures. Sit back and enjoy it. Like you said, I love it. every minute of I what your love, kids are doing. I do love it. Yes. So congratulations to you, son. Oh, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> And I want to thank you so much for your time and coming on Courtside Moms and just teaching us about your daughters. It's so important for me that people understand the human side of our yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. That's right. That's right. Irregardless of whether they play, whether they don't play, what they do, what they don't do, that doesn't matter. 
You yeah. know what I mean? That you know, here they are. This is Brie and Stephanie first before they are Brie and Stephanie the athletes, right? So they are people. They are people. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's you know the biggest piece that you yeah. know we're all human, so we make mistakes, and it's okay. We all make mistakes and we move on in life, right? So congratulations to you. Thank you. And awesome thank you for inviting me. This, this has been the best. And happy Mother's Day. Oh, even better. Thanks. <laughs> happy Mother's Day to you too. And congratulations thank you. on Kim. Thank you.